It's time for Girls in Golf Podcast with your favorite hosts, Lex and Sarah. Ladies, when you're ready. Welcome to Girls in Golf. I'm Lex, joined by Sarah, and we're really excited today to welcome our guest, Kim Coleman, who is the 2020 LPGA Professional of the Year. Congratulations, Kim, and thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's quite, quite an honor to be with you guys. No, thank you. I would say the honor is being the 2020 <laughs> Professional of the Year. That's that's a pretty big deal. When did you find out, and um, how did you feel when you first heard the news? Uh, I found out oh, about a month ago now, I guess. Um, obviously, a huge honor. It certainly represents not just myself, but a lot of people around me along the way. Um, all the way from Callaway. Worked with Callaway for 10 years now, believe it or not. I'm a staff member. Um, Vista Valley, my home. I've been here also for about 10 years. So the members here and the, the, the management kind of giving me the opportunity to just run with it and learn and do. And, um, and then of course my, my LPGA sisters, they're quite the organization. It's, it's sincere honor to, to be working with so many of those fabulous ladies. So, um, yeah. So for those that don't know, you know, the professional of the year is, um, someone who is engaged in golf operations. Um, it could be an industry position and you promote the game with player development, growing the game initiatives and all those kinds of activities, which means that you have a lot of responsibilities at your club, essentially organizing events, you know, getting players who are local like Tip Joe out to your course um, for things that can engage your members. So how do you keep this all together, organizing all these events and also being the head professional? Um, it's it's. A challenge, of course, but you know, I, when I first got into into golf, into the professional side, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Um, I hadn't worked in the industry, and so I went to LPGA thinking, okay, well, I'll get my teaching credential, kind of start with the teaching side and see where it takes me. Um, and so little by little, just kind of had my hands in everything and um, found that I kind of like, I like that sort of every day is a little different, you know, some days are a little crazier than others. Um, when I get out to the lesson T now, it's almost like, okay, that's, that's my reward for the day I can go teach a few lessons or, um, you know, whether I'm trying to manage the tournament for the next day or buy merchandise for the golf shop, you know, every, every day is different. So, um, I like that. I like that challenge. What's your favorite part out of all the different things you do? Favorite? Probably, um, I guess the interaction with the, with my members and the people, you know, it's like I said, every, every day is different. Uh, I've found that it feels like a family here. You know, I, I've gotten to know and grow with these people and with their kids. And, and so that, that's definitely the highlight of the day. I kind of, and I know who I'm going to see for the most part, depending on the day of the week. So I look forward to that. Um, but I also, I, I do enjoy teaching a ton. When you see people improve or just, just get excited about, hey, you know, I had my low round today or, I birdie this hole, they come in with those stories, and it's, uh, those, those are good days. Those are, those are quite rewarding, for sure. So. You have a background in other sports as well. You played um, some basketball in college, and you served as a director of operations on the National Volleyball League. So how did you settle on golf? Um, good question. <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I grew up playing golf, too, along with everything else I played. Uh, which is very fortunate. I was one of those kids that got to start, you know, I was like eight years old. My parents both played and stuck a club in my hand. So that, that certainly helped. I always had that golf background. Um, 
competed some as a kid, not a lot. And uh, as far as basketball, I, I didn't have the hops to keep playing. So <laughs> I didn't have professional was not in my sights. Um, and, and frankly, just um, I feel very fortunate. I don't quite know how I made my way here. Um, I played professionally for several years, so many tour stuff, really enjoy the environment and the people. And I was encouraged. Um, I had other gals that were obviously part of the LPGA program or the PGA program and just kind of steered me that way. And, and that, was, that was a big part of it, the mentorship, um, which is a beautiful thing about you, know, you get involved, whether it's the LPGA or the PGA, you have those people in the field that kind of help you along and encourage you. And there's so many opportunities and avenues you can go in this business, which is it's nice too. Um, and as a woman, they need us in all avenues. So kind of, kind of a no brainer now, now that I look back, this is where I belong. And so I'm happy to be here. So what's your advice to any upcoming women who want to get involved in this industry? Like you said, there's many different paths. How do you find the right path that's perfect for you? You know, I don't think there's any one path for sure. Um, I, I would recommend try a little bit of everything. Don't feel like, you know, you have to go down one certain avenue, whether, you know, whether you're working for the company and in the industry or something, take, take an internship if you can. Just kind of get a feel for what they do. Um, same thing if you want to work at a golf course, start out, you can get a job in the cart barn or um, in the golf shop, golf assistant, just kind of pick and choose and don't feel like you're committed to one way or another. Um, the more you can talk to and the more mentors you can reach out to, definitely. Uh, I found that, you know, for me growing up, there were so few women in the field. You, you, how often do you walk into a golf shop and see a woman behind the counter? You know, and so that's getting better all the time. And I think just having that visibility for other gals to realize that there are so many opportunities to just kind of, you know, open your mind to what, what the potential is, I guess, the possibilities. Do you think there's a stigma of if you're a woman and you work at like a golf course that you're automatically like the cart girl? There's, certainly. <laughs> there's yeah. still, we're still fighting that a little bit. You know, I get those calls that, you know, I'll answer and uh, I'm sorry, I wanted the, the golf shop. It's like, okay, you know, I, I, you've got the golf shop. <laughs> yeah. or, you know, it's getting better, frankly, but certainly we'll, we'll, we'll fight those along the way. Um, and I think that's part of the intimidation too, for women just coming into the game, wanting to learn it, you know, that intimidation of maybe they belong or don't belong. You know, um, you can certainly tell when you walk into a facility, how welcome they are to, to, you know, they're, participants or guests, whatever. So it makes a difference. It really does. So I'm glad to see it's getting better. It's changing. For sure. We've also talked to um, Lehua Wise, who is out at the Hideaway Golf Club in, um, in the desert. And she actually studied, you know, like golf course management when she was in school. Did you know that was an option when you were studying business? <laughs> no, I did not. Didn't, didn't even know it was there at the time, you know. Um, certainly there's some great programs. The PGA, um, has a couple of programs that you can take at a university, like in Las Vegas and go through that. And so you can get your college degree and you have your, your business, your golf business side. So it's fantastic. Um, there's definitely some new opportunities out there for sure. 
What's one of your like greatest memories now that you've been at the same club for 10 years, organizing events, um, teaching, you know, multitudes of golfers, like what's one of the best experiences that you've had with a member? Wow. Um, you know, I want to, one of the memories that really sticks with me is probably not just one member, but we have a, we have an event we call it's a, it's pro skins that we host once a year. And so our staff goes out uh, four of us will go out and play head to head uh, in a nine hole skins game. And the entire membership puts up the money for us to play for. And then they come out and watch. Um, the first year I was here, I'd never been so nervous in my life and I played professional events, but suddenly there were 150 people out there, um, you know, watching me. And I felt like it, it was going to determine my future here at the club almost to how I played. Um, but, it, but it was incredibly special. Both my parents were there and uh, to feel that welcome and that just that love. And it was, it was off the chart. It was fun. That first one was, it was something else. So really it stuck with me for sure i won't tell you that how much <laughs> i didn't win any money that year we'll put it that way <laughs> it's not about the money right if you're not playing on tour then yeah it doesn't matter yeah well you mentioned that you played in professional events you obviously made a run at one point to go on tour so you've also been a big supporter of getting women more professional playing opportunities can you expand a little bit more on why they need opportunities and what your involvement has been since the early 2000s um yeah absolutely um you know the whole thing about getting to that next level is you you've got to have that experience you got to have the competition you need um, the opportunity to, to get those juices flowing and, and playing head to head. So the more opportunity, the better. Um, on the women's side, it's tough. If you're not playing on tour and in the top 20 or so, I mean, your expenses and that stuff adds up. So it's those, the mini tours, uh, even, you know, the, the, um, the top players, it, it's a tough living. So the more opportunities, the better. Um, and when it comes to travel and, and expenses and caddies, you know, I think it was important when I first started, we didn't have as many um, local mini tour events going on. There was a period there that, you know, they come and go, mini tours come and go as they do. And we, so we were kind of hurt for one. And, and I did one for a couple of years. It wasn't necessarily a tour, but we did quite a few events in like Arizona and Vegas, California, that we could just, you know, you can hop in your car and drive for eight hours as opposed to flying back to Florida, play say for uh, a futures event. Um, so that was important to me to provide that, those opportunities for us to compete when there was nothing else. Um, and I don't know if I answered all that <laughs> question there, but, um, yeah, so the more opportunities we can provide the ladies, the better, and, you know, for the big picture, for sure. How often is it that they stay out on those mini tours, do you think? Like, how long do, do women usually stick it out? Uh, it varies, you know, um, I would say compared to the men, not as long, frankly, you just don't have the funds to keep it going, whether it's sponsors or, or family or, you know, a lot of them will even have like part-time jobs and do what they can. But, um, a lot of them will play in college and maybe give it four or five years at the most and then feel like, okay, I haven't, I haven't made it and can't make a living on the mini tour and 
So we got to figure out something else. So, whereas I think the guys, they have a lot more opportunities. They can make some, like, some good money, um, give it a, a shot for many more years just because they have so many more opportunities. So, so how, how, do you keep, um, how do you keep your drive in something that's so tough to get into? Um, have you found anything that's um, encouraging uh, to say to women to make sure that they continue in these opportunities and we have more and more women joining? You mean as far as like just in the industry or, or playing or? Um, specifically towards um, involvement in professional events. You said um, it, it's tough for them um, just because from a family standpoint, traveling, money. Um, do you have any advice for them or is there anything um, you can share on how to make sure we keep getting more and more women involved, even though it is kind of a challenge at times. Yeah. Um, you know, I would say just follow your heart more than anything. If it's something you really want, you know, you gotta, you gotta give it at your all for sure. Don't, don't let somebody else make that decision for you, you know, um, whatever it takes. So, um, I, I like to think that there are a lot of people that if you, you want to keep playing and or you want to certain need some help in the industry, that there are people out there who want to see you succeed. So sometimes, you know, hang in there, spread the word. Um, <laughs> we're all rooting for you, you know, for sure. What about this year? You know, obviously it's a, it's a really tough year with the state of, the pandemic and whatnot how has your club adapted and have you seen an uptick in golfers because uh, us in the industry it seems like it's just a booming sport since it's COVID safe yeah it's been phenomenal on on the golf side you know when we first closed down with here in California with a lot of that it was a little unnerving kind of what was going to happen and then we discovered you know as we reopened to the actually people preferred to be outside and it felt safer and and the families, you know, it was, it was something they could do together. So whether they're new golfers or they're just getting back into it or trying to find something to do with their family, it's, it's been, um, it's been a win for us. So that, that sad, you know, silver lining, we hope, we hope golf stays. So. You know, we're really excited um, at Callaway. Sarah and I are part of this group that we call the Women's Task Force that works on um, some of our women's initiatives. So we started um, a section of our Callaway community on our website that is specifically for women. We had the launch of the Big Bertha Reva Clubs, um, and we're really putting this new focus. How important do you think it is for um, equipment brands such as Callaway to put an emphasis on the women's game? All right. It's, it's fantastic. I was so excited when I saw the Reva line. You know, it's exactly what we needed. Um, it's been nice to have that that solar starter set, of course, you know, in the past to be able to introduce ladies to. But this product, um, you know, with the marketing and everything, it feels like we're really directing what we're doing to the ladies. You know, I, I can remember the day, you know, those the women, the poor things, they come in for their first lesson and they got their husband's bag of his old clubs, the steel shafts and the you know, a foot too long and, and, and people don't realize, I mean, golf's hard enough. You don't need a club that is made for your six foot two husband when you're five, four, you know? So um, I'm thrilled with this new line. It looks, it looks fantastic. And, and it has that, um, that vision of 
these ladies. I mean, this the fastest growing market is the is the women. So let's let's take it to them. Let's give them what they need. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a good year for Callaway for sure. Well, we're really excited about it. And we also would like to get you in the Callaway community so that people who have might have some questions about their game um, or maybe a question for you as a professional of the year can ask it. We do these Q&As about an hour window on our community. So we will be in touch about that. And if anyone listening is not signed up for the community, go to community.callawaygolf.com. Um, Kim, thank you so much for joining us. We are so proud to have you on our staff as the 2020 LPGA Professional of the Year. And hopefully we'll see you again sometime soon. Um, and Sarah and I will see everyone or hear, you will hear us next week on Girls in Golf.